Hello and welcome, this is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive, and you're tuned in to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Scorpio season in 2020. This is the 30-day span of time between October 22nd and November 21st. To get the best information from your horoscopes, I always recommend listening for both your sun and your rising sign. If you don't know what sign you are, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you're interested in working more deeply with astrology this Scorpio season, then please check out the Scorpio season attunement practice, which I have available for download now on my website. The Scorpio attunement is a two-part workshop that includes an hour of astrology with me, where I offer suggestions for working with Scorpio's energy in your chart, body, and life, and some key themes for Scorpio season this year, including timing for potentials and challenges. In the second half of the workshop, artist, composer, and intuitive energetic conduit Holland Andrews, who's also a Scorpio, will guide you in a somatic vocal exploration for working with Scorpio's energy, accessing your intuition and personal power, and cutting cords with that and those who no longer serve your growth and highest potential. Access to the recorded workshop is available by sliding scale, and 50% of all proceeds will go to Radical Rest, a decentralized pop-up and community of healers, therapists, and guides who provide free services to Black, Brown, and Indigenous folks and activists. For astro nerds and embodiment enthusiasts, I offer an extended content subscription that includes in-depth month-ahead forecasts and exploratory experiential prompts for learning astrology and working with daily planetary transits and lunar cycles. Subscriptions are available by donation. Find more information at embodiedastrology.com and follow me on Instagram at embodiedastrology for regular updates and musings. If this work is helpful for you, the best way to support it is to share it with your friends and through your networks and to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes podcasts. Of course, your financial donations are so appreciated and essential in sustaining the production of this work. Thank you. Hello, Aquarius. Welcome to Scorpio season. Scorpio, like Aquarius, is what's considered to be a fixed sign. Um, the fixed signs all refer to stubborn, <laughs> um, powerful accumulation of energy. And the fixed signs all work with each other. So Scorpio works with Aquarius in a really important way. Um, in the sense that Scorpio as an energetic has a lot to do with how you, um, you Aquarian beings, approach your purpose and sense of work in the world. And in this interpretation, what I would say is that your purpose is something that you feel deeply and emotionally, um, although it may not always be clear. Um, Scorpio's energy can, can be very deep and very instinctual um, and passionate, but, you know, not always totally logical or easily understood. Um, when you allow yourself to be emotionally anchored in your sense of purpose and to orient yourself towards your sense of purpose from your deep desire and your passion and your intensity, then you are using this energy in your chart. And as we move into Scorpio season in 2020, it feels like you are coming into some kind of awareness of this. Um, it feels like there's a reflective period that you're in around your your intensity and your focus and what's important to you and how you feel about it and how you want to be moving in those directions or that direction. 
Um, at the beginning of Scorpio season, which is the last week of October, um, last couple 10 days or so of October, uh, there is what, what feels to me like a new impression coming into this sense of work and purpose and who you are in the world. And I'm using all of that language because um, this place in, in the charts often um, speaks to career and vocation. But because, especially because, uh, there is a need for Aquarians to have some kind of emotional anchor to work in vocation, then this feeling of being in the world um, is also really important because it's not just what you're doing with your work or with your job. It's a, it's a quality that you're embodying and it's a way that you are emanating. So there's something about how you want to be in the world and um, who you think you are in the world and what it is that you have to share that is landing. And it feels like this impression is subtle but powerful and it's an impulse so it's not a fully formed idea, it's a feeling as we come into Scorpio season. And in these first couple days of the season, the last couple days of October, um, you are filled with some kind of awareness of this impression and this idea and a sense of possibility and your hopes and vision for what this might look like. Um, as we get into the full moon, um, the last day of October, the 31st, we first of all have the energy of a full moon, which is illuminating, revealing, and uh, potentially, you know, just bringing something into consciousness, bringing something into awareness. And we also have the energy of this time of year, which all over the world um, is celebrated and honored through various traditions um, around some kind of communion with the dead and some kind of honoring of the the realms um, and the veils between them, you know, of the uh, material kind of living human realm and the immaterial or more subtle realms or psychic realms or spirit realms. So honor this day, um, honor this time, the end of October, the beginning of November as a time when the veils are thin. And there's a lot of uh, access that you have to your own psychic um, organ and psychic body um, and there's also a lot of access that you have to the subtle spiritual realms and that they have to you and especially if you can think about ancestry and where you come from and the impressions that have formed you and in your ancestry include not only your um, genetic uh, biological ancestry, but also the ancestry of any lineages that you feel a part of or inspired by, as well as the ancestry that you didn't choose. Um, so the culture that you were born into, uh, identifying factors of your body, other areas of your positionality, um, ways that you have inherited some kind of um, you know, baggage or work or responsibility or gifts, um, what is coming to you from the past and what do you want to do with this material? You want to change it. 
somehow. You want to awaken in it somehow. You want to liberate it. You want to elevate it. There's something that you want to do that's about shaking things up or or shaking things out or um, I, I don't know. It feels like you want to bring some movement into this sense of like ancestral stuff and let that shift how you are being in the world. Now, for some of you, this might have a lot to do with your actual living arrangement, with your home and family, and with uh, kind of like foundational issues in your lives. So there may be a sense of, wow, I've like built things in this particular way because that's how I was trained to do it. And now I want to change things up and I want to shift things. And that's going to change how I am in the world. That's going to allow me to manifest and create in the world in a different way. Or there may be a sense of, oh my God, I really need to like change my living environment and move furniture around and get a different view so that I can feel more inspired and supported in my work and my everyday and approach it from this new frame of reference. Or there might be a feeling of, wow, like I am a person who, you know, exists on the, the, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like I've come into being, I have arisen from the residue of, of that and those that have come before me and I'm part of their momentum and I see what they were doing or what they were trying to do and I see the ways that they succeeded and I see the ways that they failed and what does this do for me? What, are, what is my responsibility to my past or to what I have come from to bring into the future? So I don't know how this is going to be manifesting for the different Aquarians out there, but what I'm sensing is that there's this profound sense of movement in your roots and in your, uh, you know, in the in places of stability that are working with and in tandem and also provoking um, some new ideas about how you're going to be in the world. And the full moon is a wild time to get in touch with that energy. And I do want to say that this is a full moon that has a lot of um, change and upheaval energy with it. It's definitely um, a day to be cautious and to like not get attached to things and, you know, be available for chaos and remember chaos is the mother of invention and crisis precedes breakthrough often. So if things feel chaotic, just try and relax and go with the flow. And if things feel peaceful, then make space and time to connect with change energy and like what you want to be in it and what you as a conduit kind of hold for it. As we move into November, um, the 12th, 13th, and 14th of November are a trio of very powerful days with powerful aspects. So 12th of November, um, something is landing and solidifying in the, the sense of your deep unconscious. And this is not separate from what I was just talking about in terms of the work that you're here doing in the world and your sense of yourself and what you're building and also where you are coming from and what you're landing in or standing on um, but it feels like you get to some point of like psychic expansion and this could also feel like psychic overwhelm um, but but something is shifting within your psyche um, 
throughout the month, uh, I'm just going to continue to repeat what I've talked about in your horoscopes now for a, a long time. It's really helpful for you to have space for meditation, contemplation, quiet reflection, to be with your intuition, especially around the 12th. Um, you definitely could be uh, doing yourself a favor by making yourself available for your psychic process. And that could mean sleeping and napping all day. It could mean meditating. It could mean taking a walk. Um, it could mean taking a bath. I don't know, but like there's something that, you know, there's a lot that's happening. So you want to help it integrate. You also want to help things clear and settle as well as come into awareness. On the 13th of November, uh, this sense of something happening moves into a forward momentum. So there is this sense of kind of some kind of psychic impression landing or this sense of overwhelm or some kind of intuition coming in and that moves into a directionality of some kind and it feels like you organize your brain in some different way you organize your thoughts your focus your intention you kind of know uh, what you want to be working towards in a different way, and you can start to move forward with that. Um, there may be communications that feel like they can move forward at this point, like you get sorted on something, you understand a little bit more about what you're feeling and how you want to talk about it. Um, I do want to say that throughout the rest of the year, that this forward momentum is still kind of like picking up uh, its momentum and gaining traction, and there are some... Um, sticky spots as we finish out 2020. So any kind of, of forward clarity that you receive around this time, just take it in with patience and know that, you know, there's still process to work through and don't rush. Um, don't give in to feelings of urgency. On the 14th, there is a powerful new moon. Um, this is a new moon that comes into the heaven of your chart, this place that Scorpio rules that has to do with your career, your vocation, your purpose in the world, and what you are here building and manifesting what you want to achieve in this life. Please take some time to, to make some ritual around this day. It's an amazing new moon for um, like a, a seeding of intention. It's an amazing time for you to really kind of call in vision for what it is that you want to be growing and manifesting in your life. It's not necessarily a time when you're going to have the answer laid out in front of you. But again, it feels like there is this impulse. There's this feeling. There's this sense of, okay, this is what I'm going for. Or this is what I want to manifest. So again, you absolutely do not have to be clear about how, what, when, but it does feel like there is some kind of strategy that's starting to formulate and take shape. So around the new moon, the 14th, 15th or so, um, give again space, time for intuition to come in. Um, I do want to say that the energy of Scorpio season in general is an energy of change and there is so much change in the world that is so deeply traumatic and challenging for so many people. And with these energetics, I don't necessarily know how to read them for everybody. They can sp span a spectrum of profound profoundly distressing and like a lot of chaos and, and deep sense of loss and grief to profoundly exhilarating and really highly creative and deep sense of expansion. And I also know and think that 
that these ends of the spectrum can often go with each other a lot. And certainly 2020 is a year when a lot of people are experiencing the best and the worst of times simultaneously and really amazing expansion, sense of possibility and deep growth in terms of personal knowing and spiritual purpose um, coinciding with a lot of suffering and a lot of pain. And, and fear. So if you're feeling all of those things, I wouldn't at all be surprised. And um, again, like I just want to say, give space for it all. You don't need to rush anything. Um, trust what's coming into you intuitively right now. Your, your intuitive self um, has worked through something. You're, you've been lifting psychic baggage all year long. You've been clearing out psychic space all year long. And in Scorpio season, you finally start to get some some air in there it feels like you finally move like enough stuff or clear enough stuff that you're going oh wow okay I have like different insight and potentiality and I'm seeing the method in the madness or something like that so make space for that make space for insight um, allow change to happen and support change assist change by remembering that change is growth and change is inevitable and change is evolution and change is natural and creative and you can assist it by always looking for where does energy want to move what is being asked right now of the situation where are things being held stagnant stuck because there's fear resistance attachment how can energy move into the next form of its evolution and how can you support that movement? You want to be a doula for change. Okay, um, throughout this month, especially with this intense change energy, um, there is a lot of potential for fear. There's also a lot of potential for high arousal and excitement. Um, these two sensations are in many ways very, very similar within the body. Physiologically, they arise with a lot of the same manifestations um, in terms of heartbeat, temperature, how our, our body energetic patterns manifest. Um, so I do want to say that if you experience fear in this month, try and breathe deeply. Um, connect with your low belly, your sacrum, tailbone, and pelvic floor. Try not to lock up your energy in this part of your body. Um, in as many ways as possible, stimulate this part of your body through movement, through pleasure, um, through just simple awareness. <sighs> I'm taking a breath. You can take many, many breaths throughout this month if you're feeling tight, constriction, fear, fear of change, fear of loss, any of that. Breathe, 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 breathe. Try and go right into those sensations. Let them expand. Recognize that just on the other side of fear is usually some kind of excitement. And often there's also deep grief. Let movement of energy happen. Do not hold back. Do not hold back. So throughout this month, lots of space for psychic movement. Um, don't let things get too restricted or compressed in there. Move things around in your body, in your being, with your breath, with your meditation, and with your sense of possibility. I hope any and all of that is helpful for you, my Aquarian friends. I'm wishing you all the best in the season and beyond. At the beginning of Scorpio season, as I recorded these horoscopes, we were just weeks away from the end of the 2020 presidential election in the United States. 
Whether you voted early, whether you went to the polls, whether you did not vote at all, if you are living in the US, then you, like the rest of us, have been inundated with political news, voter motivation, and mixed messages about what this election is really about. To settle some of the confusion and help us clarify our thinking and priorities, I interviewed Shilpa Joshi for the most recent special guest episode of Embodied Astrology. Shilpa is a community organizer and advocate working specifically around climate justice and policy. She talked about the impact that the current administration has had on environmental policy and why this election is so important on a whole range of issues. If you're interested, you can find that episode on all of your favorite listening platforms. If you're looking to make major life shifts or align your work and efforts towards a more equitable, environmentally sustainable future, please join me for Pivot, Shift, Transform a three-part online embodied astrology intensive where you'll learn the basics of working with signs, planets, houses, and transits. In this intensive, we focus on the major transits of 2020, 21, and 22 and interpret them in relation to our own charts to divine guidance on how we can best align our plans and efforts with the radical societal reconstruction that is already underway and absolutely essential for a livable future on our planet. This is a pre-recorded online workshop which is suitable for all levels. Access to the recording is available by sliding scale. 30% of all proceeds for this workshop are donated to Mudbone Grown Solidarity Food Shares for Black families. For those of you really wanting to dive in with embodied astrology on a daily basis or commit to a regular financial donation to support this work to continue, please become a monthly subscriber. Subscriptions include exclusive content such as month-ahead extended forecasts and day-by-day astro journals that support you in working with the astrology of each season through embodiment, creativity, self-reflection, and life practice. Subscriptions are available by monthly, quarterly, and annual donation and include discounts for year-ahead birthday reports. Go to embodiedastrology.com for more information on my upcoming events, subscriptions, and other offerings. Thanks so much for listening.